Hey, what y'all been up to? You know, not a whole lot. We're uh, recording our weekly podcast over at Ye Old Crime mm-hmm. with uh, me, Lindsay, and my co-host. Madison. Hi. <laughs> and oh, we, uh, yeah, y'all are doing great stuff. I've been really enjoying going back through the episodes and just, it, I really like the interaction and the choices you guys make. Thank, thank you. you. It helps oh, that we're you. sisters. Yeah. Similar tastes. Um, similar laughs. Yes. Um, so I feel like, I feel like the, it's just kind of soothing going up and down in tones. (laughs) (laughs) It's not too extreme. Yeah. Well, we have very similar personalities too, which helps, um, Mm -hmm. us play off of one another when we get, go on one of our random tangents, laughing about something. So many tangents. Oh yeah, I I definitely know how that goes. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, y'all got a got a little time for me to tell you a story? Absolutely. Sure. Have you ever heard of boy bands? No, yeah. not once. <laughs> Never, I, not I, once. I, I have growing up in the late '90s, early aughts. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, boy bands have been around since the beginning of rock and roll. Actually, probably mm-hmm. even before then. Uh, it probably goes back to the madrigals of the 14th century. We don't know for sure. History has lost everything that happened before the new kids on the block. It's true. That checks out. Yeah. yeah. And it's the only thing that matters because the new kids were the pinnacle of human achievement. Uh, I had the good fortune to see them three times in concert. And I'm not going to lie. I had the bedspread with all their faces. <laughs> I mean, who didn't, you know? Sad people. That's who didn't. Sad people. Yes. <laughs> But like any good idea, it draws the attention of scumbags. And no. one, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and one person who latched on to the boy band idea was a guy named Lou Perlman. And Lou Perlman is a fascinating character. So fascinating. I'm going to tell you a story about him. Sounds uh, good. He was always working angles. Mm-hmm. And he would do, he would write like a business plan for a helicopter taxi service in New York. He would okay. uh, <laughs> would come up with these ideas. He went to Germany and tried to sell that same plan there with blimps. So he came I back mean... to the U.S. And he formed Airship Enterprises Limited. Okay. And they leased a blimp to Jordash, the most 1980s brand of jeans. <laughs> it's true yeah jeans and blimps go hand in hand what can we Oof, do yeah <laughs> but there was only one problem he didn't own a blimp That's that is a problem helpful. yeah did he own so, the jeans <laughs> I, I think he must have owned the jeans i mean who didn't honestly? who didn't okay. back then yeah <laughs> so he used the money from jordash to actually make a blimp which crashed not, <laughs> not good marketing no great marketing it was in the news. Um, it's true, free. So then he kept doing, he would relocate to like, he relocated to Orlando, Florida, and then he signed two more companies to do with blimps, but the one had already crashed, so he built two more, and they all crashed. And it was not a great start for him. Yeah. It doesn't really sound like he's very good at building things. You know, of all the things I could build, China Hutch, maybe. Yeah. Uh, one of those uh, plant stands that they make you build in first year wood wood shop. Yep, build sure. one of those. 
I'm not trying to blimp. I'm just not. No. Yeah. Doesn't no. seem like a booming business venture. Just going to throw no. that out there. Not very economical. Yeah. No, not in today's economy. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> what's shocking is he became fascinated with the new kids on the block, largely because they had made hundreds of millions of dollars. He decided he wanted to come up with his own set of boy bands. So he founded a company called Transcontinental Records. And the Fancy. idea was to do the new kids on the block several times and have him be in control. Okay. There was one minor problem. He had already started a bunch of companies called Transcontinental blah, 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 Mm -hmm. where he would get funding in and there were just companies on paper. They didn't actually do anything, but he would keep getting funding back and forth and back and forth and basically forming a Ponzi scheme where he was using money that came in to pay off the old money. No, he he was legitimate. That's that's a legitimate business. That's hey, how they all work. Yeah, that's how all business works, isn't it? <laughs> I, exactly. I don't have a PhD in economics yet. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> so he spent three million dollars doing a talent search to find five people to form a boy band, and thus from the earth rose the Backstreet Boys. No. What? Yeah. So they became the best-selling boy band of all time. 130 million records they sold. Oh, by the way, records are those big CDs that are black in color. <laughs> Brittle. And you have to have a needle to play them, I think. Yep. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Lasers <laughs> didn't work on those. Just, yeah. I'm just Before lasers. Lasers aren't real. Pre-lasers. <laughs> yeah. It worked. They were huge success. So he kept founding more bands. O-Town, another one. Of course, his, uh, what I consider to be his finest work, InSync. Mm-hmm. But Stop. there was a minor issue. See, this was actually making money. But yeah. he was still doing all the other stuff, which allowed him to use the funds that were coming in for Transcontinental Records to say that these other companies that were called Transcontinental were profitable. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Yep. This is called lying. Um, no. What? It's <laughs> business. Only business. <laughs> and this misrepresentation was also helped along by the fact that he was considered to be a sixth member of the Backstreet Boys. So he was getting a cut along with the cut that he was already taking for being their management. Oh my gosh. Mm, makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So everyone except for one band called Us Five, who you've never heard of and I've never heard of, they all sued him for misrepresentation and fraud. But oh. the thing is, they all sort of got settled out of court very hush-hush. And Did he use sort of money started... from another Ponzi scheme for it? More than likely. <laughs> sweet, sweet blimp kept... money. <laughs> <laughs> and he would do all sorts of like little little things. Here's a great example. And this is something that actually still happens today. So if you are a talent agency, mm-hmm. you can say, well, what we need you to do is we need you to go and get headshots taken. Mm-hmm. And here's the folks you need to go to. And they go to the photographer and they pay outrageous sums, up to $1,000 per set of headshots. And then what they fail to mention is that the photographers then own the headshots. So that if you want to use them, you have to pay another thing to use them again. This is in the time before the iPhone. Uh, awesome. 
Yeah, a decade I called the past. Um, <laughs> so what's of course happening here is they also own the photography studio, so they're mm-hmm. making money on all sides here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, eventually what happened is in 2006, investigators figured out, you know what? This could be a Ponzi scheme because he's getting sued a lot by the people he's working with. Mm-hmm. So once they started looking, they found Transcontinental International Inc. Mm. And Transcon Records, which was a subsidiary of Transcontinental Records, which was a subsidiary of Transcontinental Airlines Inc., which I think was the blimps. Man. <laughs> and they were all completely fake. So what happens, of course? The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the people who make sure your money is safe, up to $300,000 in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Well, they had been used because he had said they were backing all of his investments. Uh-oh, that's not smart. No. <laughs> you pissed off the bear. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's not poking the bear. That's running up to its ear and sticking your tongue in it. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good idea. No, not a good idea. The worst idea. of ideas, yes. <laughs> so the whole thing happened that uh, he got arrested and ended mm-hmm. up going to prison. And he was in prison still trying to make money. Of course he was. Well, I knew. Yeah. And so <laughs> one of the classics is that he was given 25 years for conspiracy money laundering, and making fake statements during a bankruptcy proceeding. Because uh, really, you know, things like fraud aren't sexy, I guess. Um, uh, apparently not in the 90s, in early no. aughts. No. No, but he could reduce his prison time by one month for every million dollars he helped the bankruptcy court recover. Hmm. They okay. think there is $300 million missing. What? How does that yeah. just? How does that happen? Does he well, put them in in the jeans and bury it in a blimp somewhere? I don't. He lined the inside of the blimps with the money. It's like there's always money in the banana stand, but it's blimps. Yep. Yep. There's always money in the blimps. Yeah. Well, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually a funny a funny thing about that too. The odds are that three hundred million dollars probably never existed it probably was he had reported this as income on one of the companies to make it inflate its value Mm. well what that did was it inflated the value to the investors so they could invest but that money never really existed this is called dumb bookkeeping Mm. oh man so lou perlman the man who brought us the backstreet boys who brought us c-note and jordan knight and aaron carter and of course the man responsible for Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. died in prison in 2016 Aww. at the ripe old scummy age of 62. Wow. Young. That is young. Yeah. I like to think of it like he, he died at 62, but his spirit is still trying to pay off his, his debts. No, he's just trying to get more. He's just, yeah. <laughs> He's running a long, long con. <laughs> yep. Long con. Yep. Need to get that Jordash money. Yep. <laughs> yes. Actually, I was going to close this with the joke that he was predeceased by the company Jordash, but I didn't think <laughs> that was Oh, Jordash. Mm. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, great to talk to y'all. Yeah. Talk thank to you. you. Too. This was a fun conversation.
Absolutely. Excellent. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye.